Hello, guys and girls. Welcome to episode four of What a Load of Balls. Um, sure, the only one topic we can really talk about today, which is transfer deadline day. First uh, of September, and time we're recording. I think there's about two hours left in the deadline day. We're not going to actually talk about the one today because everybody else will be, but we're just going to go over kind of deadline day through the years, kind of t- worst transfers, best moments, and kind of see where we go from there, basically. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Daniel. This is Mick here with me. And yeah, we'll go through different parts together. So yeah, we kind of split into what we were going to do this time. So Mick's only going to have like the worst transfers. I'm actually just going to give my opinion on his and sure you can give your opinion while you're listening. Well, actually, what the stuff I'm going to talk about at the beginning is just the most memorable moments. Most people, I will imagine, will remember them, including you, obviously, Mick. And they're all worth YouTubing as well. They're all worth looking at. They're so funny. I watched them just before we came on. But I'll go through them all. So the first kind of thing that you always get deadline day, obviously, is with like the amount of reporters that are each grounds. And then you have... There's so much kind of fans that they now lay on the background and kind of range as to what they're doing and whatever they're doing. But there's a few specific ones that are very funny. So I'm going to ask, ask you if you remember them. If not, I'll kind of watch them. Do you remember the Norwich fans around behind the woman? The Norwich fan behind the woman? Yeah. The, the painted woman or something? No, no. Pumping a wall so or not, something. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. So the Norwich fans were one of the early ones to actually do it in the background. This was about 10 years ago. There was this woman there in deadline day. And what they did is while they were there, is one guy walked up against the wall, turned around, and then the second guy started simulating that he was bumming him. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> and about yeah. 20 <laughs> seconds, he's just joyriding this lad, this thing in the background. And that was kind of what kind of sprung the ideas for people to start doing stuff in and around that. And then obviously it started going on. So the Villa fans started bringing the blow up dolls along. And then obviously the infamous sex toy in the ear and everything, you know, the dildo. It's um, an awful pity that they got rid of all that because it was, it was a part of it. Like, I actually, like, it was funny. But obviously, there's, there's, but there's no ever a safety risk. I don't know what he got rid of. He could have just had a, a security guard to tell him to go away or something. But I, I, su- I suppose that's that's the thing with it. It's kind of like how how much of a window can you can you pick up? Like, is your staff member at risk or not? Because I agree with you. Ninety percent of people are there just more so for the ca- crack. Yeah. But you also have to like if you're trying to be a serious journalist from their side, do you want a dildo in your ear? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 where I stand with it is I still like the fans there. It makes it more entertaining. I mean, absolute sad sacks of fans. Would you go and fucking wait on deadline day outside the stadium? Well, as well, though, isn't all the report inside the training ground normally? Depends. Depends. Really some of them are at the front door. Mm-hmm. Some of them are at the training ground, but some of them are at the front door. Some of the clubs don't fucking let them in the door. But even today, I've seen the person in, uh, at the Emirates, they're actually inside the stadium. Just recording, I just I mean, does, no take, it, does take the excitement out, definitely. But yeah, they were good ones, yeah. I don't think yeah, I'll ever see nah, it again. He, he was very good with the dildo in the air, that was very funny. Yeah, I like that. Um, then another obviously infamous thing, which we don't get to see anymore, I haven't got to see for the last few years. But Harry Redknapp in the window out the car, like there's nothing better. Wheeling, wheeling and dealing, wheeling and dealing. I'm not a fucking wheeler dealer, Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, just I, you know, just him. But so, do you know. It's a little side note. I actually bumped into a lad years ago who dressed up as Harry uh, Harry Redknapp and transferred Deadline Day for Christmas. So he just carried around a cardboard cut out of a door and put his arm out the window <laughs> every time to chat up women in the nightclub. <laughs> so, man, and they so, wouldn't get it, but whenever he'd go in there, go for it. You some man assigned a fucking default and crouch, you know? Nearly every time. Oh, Nico Crank, yeah. Was, was it not him to try to sign uh, Odin Wingy? It was him, wasn't it? When he sat in the car so park. The, the Odin Wingy deal was another thing I was going to say because that's obviously a memorable thing. So yeah. the Odin Wingy deal was actually 
from West Brom to QPR. Yeah. So yeah. he drove, obviously, from Birmingham down to London. Harry Redknapp would have been there at the time. But fucking the funniest thing about it is obviously someone in Sky Sports must have said to Peter Oldwingy, oh, do you know it would be funny if you gave us the interview like Harry Redknapp does? Because mm-hmm. he pulled up in the car and started mm-hmm. talking about his deal being done. Oh, could you imagine scurrying home uh, after doing that? There's a couple of other players who had similar things with deadline days. Um, and one that I didn't know, actually, a bit of research popped it up. But it was called Babblecopter, is what the newspaper called it. Do you ever remember that? No? Ryan Babble. Ryan Babble. No. So I Ryan Babble Ryan Babble was linked with a couple of teams in London from Liverpool. Uh, I think I think Chelsea and Arsenal or Chelsea or Fulham or whatever. <laughs> so he rented a helicopter <laughs> and flew down toward London. But as he was flying, obviously the deal was pulled. So the helicopter never landed in London, but it was never spotted landing in Liverpool. So just this mystery as to where Ryan Babble got off his helicopter. <laughs> where, he did he, where, where did he actually go to? They have no idea. No, like when he left, he left Liverpool, where did he go? Oh, when he did leave, I think he went to Besiktas in the end. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was at Fulham at one point. But yeah, he definitely didn't fly a helicopter to Turkey. But I think that's very funny that, like, obviously in the air, he was told he's not leaving. Mm. And he obviously must have turned to his mate or his family or his uh, his, uh, agent and been like, here, listen, like, I can't be landing this like a Peter Oden Winky scenario. Well, it does happen. The players do be told to be on call and they might drive halfway down and just wait. But a phone call, right? We're good to go, 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 go. But well, really, yeah, absolutely. You can look like a, a twat. Absolutely, and I think like even obviously you watched all or nothing with Arsenal, haven't you? No, haven't watched yet. Oh, you haven't. Well, like so the, the, the insight for when Obama Yang moves is, is fascinating because like I, I I ripped in like I have a couple of Arsenal fan, friends over here, and I was like, that's how you let a striker go and not replacing it when you're going from top four. That's just killed your chances type of thing. And I was very in the firmly in the camp that Arteta was wrong. But then when you watch all or nothing, like you couldn't not get rid of him. He needed to go. Mm. But there's one scene in the thing where he he gets a flight to Barcelona. And Edu was talking to the other guys who organized transfers. And they're like, do you know where Obama is? He's, like, he's in Barcelona. He's on the news. Didn't get permission to go. Had no idea he was there. So it just went to effectively force the deal through. And it's mad like that like players can even have the option to try to do something like that. Like that's bananas. Well, sure. That's what happened today with your man Fontana. Let's see what Roger said. He goes, I didn't want to end. Yeah, he I didn't want to end Fontana. them. Back. <laughs> huh? Fontana. He said Fontana. <laughs> Fontana, no? Fofana. Fofana, whatever. He um he did, I didn't want to end them bad terms, but so he obviously kicked off. He said, I have to sell him. I didn't want to sell him, but something weird came out about Fofana and Reese James. You see, Reese James was in his DMs there about three or four weeks ago, and he's like, Oh, I can't like look like almost like sucking his dick in the way, kind of like mm. he's like, Oh, I can't wait for you, you to be playing right centre back with me. And if I was playing at Chelsea, I'd be like, Hey, what the fuck's your problem, bud? <laughs> Am I not good enough in the right centre back position for you? But that so the deal has obviously been walking through fairly close. Um, money, yeah. Money. I've got a couple. I've got a couple of other ones for you, short and sweet. I've got, I've got, I've got two really short ones, and I've got one really funny story for you, which I never heard of before. Um, so the last one for like reporters, we're talking about whether or not it's difficult or bad for reporters. I'll give you an example for someone who actually did it really well. There's a guy called Peter Stevenson. He actually deserves to show it. We look him up on YouTube, and it was with Stoke. And so all the Stoke fans are around him. And halfway through his interview, someone lumps a ball that smacks him in the head. And he just carries on reporting. He's like, oh, great header for me. And just keeps reporting. And I'm like, ah, fair. that's how you do it. And keep the fans on board, you know, and keep us entertained. And still like, let, us, let us laugh at you getting hit in the head, but take it in good spirits versus the ones who like lose their head. Um, and then your man who did the, what are those? Was that deadline day or just different? And we're for the shoes. The which one? Who? 
Remember the Northern Ireland fella, Keith Lafferty? He did the roll on the floor and was like, what are those? To the reporter about his shoes. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, look, look, it's a great video. I don't know if it's deadline day, but it's a great video. Who do you mean? Kyle, um, Kyle Lafferty? Kyle Lafferty, yeah, yeah, Kyle Lafferty. I think uh, he did it. He, he got on the floor and he wrote, did like a couple of kind of rolls on the floor. <laughs> stopped your man's shoes, boiling my face. He's like, what are those? <laughs> uh, i have to look that up, yeah. That's good. A couple of really quick short ones that were funny. The Mac- Macclesfield, they they did did a birthday cake for Yaya Ture. She was moaning. Oh, about yeah, you moaned. Yeah, yes, I remember that. That yeah. was good. Um, United and the dodgy facts. I mean, De Gea wouldn't have been at United if we didn't do the dodgy if we didn't pretend. Oh, the fax machine. Yeah, well, that didn't um, happen, did it? And this is the best one. This is the best thing. I've never seen this before. So a certain Zimbabwean known as Ben Benjani. You know, it comes from Zimbabwe. He scores in Derby Day. Benjani. So Benjani is is flying to sign for City on deadline day. And the agents and everyone else is waiting at the airport from Banyani to arrive. So he's supposed to arrive, let's say 12 o'clock uh, and the deadline day is six. I can't remember the exact hours. But he's supposed to arrive and he's not there. So they're like, oh, maybe flight's delayed. But then they see the flight is off. It's like, shit, okay. So they book him on a different flight. Um, the second flight, should I say. And again, he doesn't arrive and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? So they manage to find a handler and get a hold of someone in the airport. And they go and find him and he's absolutely passed out on the seats. He just slept through the two flights that they bought in the middle of France. And ended up only landing and signing with like six minutes left on the deadline today. But it's just because Benjani went for a nap in the airport and missed two flights. Is this Benjani going from Man City to somebody else? Yeah, Pompey. Pompey to City? No, but Man City to Pompey. He was coming from France to come. So whether he was going from France to City or he was going from France to Pompey, I'm not sure. I think it was to City. But anyway, he slept through two flights and very nearly missed the Benjani went from started off with Pompey and then went to Man City. It did he. Yeah. Well, it could have even been the flight from from Pompey. But there's, there's stories about him that he, he didn't want to leave. I think Harry Redknapp said it. That he didn't want to leave to, 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 uh, Portsmouth. And Redknapp said, you yeah. have to go, you have to go. It's good money, Manchester, good place, blah, blah, blah. And he wouldn't go. He refused. He was a January signing because his song was... It come, first it was comes from Zimbabwe he scores yeah. a derby day but there's something about deadline day in there as well he scored um, against you know didn't he on his debut he scored against us in the he scored against us in the 50 year ceremony after the yeah. accident yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember yeah. the first time the first time ever that both teams on in Premier League have spilled the numbers 1 to 11 first and only time yeah you lost two um, well, so wherever he went Benjani let's say either to Pompey or from Pompey to City he basically nearly collapsed the deal because no one knew where he was until a security guard found him asleep on a chair. <laughs> and he woke him up. He's like, you all right? He's like, oh, I need to go get this transfer done. They got him on the flight and got the deal done. Um, but, but yeah, I thought that was good. But there are a couple of moments that I kind of wrote down. John, is there anything else I haven't mentioned to you that reminds you of Deadline? Obviously, Jim White, the yellow tie. Jim White, yellow tie, yeah. Um, nah, that's, that's really it. I, I, I always watch Sky Sports News. So. Do you like it or do you like it? You like it or do you hate it? Oh, you have to like it, boy. Just I, I don't, I don't like it when it's in the season. That's fair. You they it they changed it last year, but they got cut out because no one else done it. The Spanish yeah, league, but that's it. Spain is still open. They just come in and buy players, can't replace them. Yeah, that's the problem. But, uh, the Dutch league ended last night. That's why Chelsea won't get your man off Ajax. It's yeah. a bit surprising though that like let, let let's say you decide to end yours because Scotland always ends a day later as well. Let's say you decide to end yours on the first of September. It should be ended for ins and outs. That yeah. fixes that problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I like the whole kind of 
watch telly for the day. It's all about football and kind of follow the things and see the craziness of the transfers. I'm sure some of them you'll mention, which are bad. Um, but the, the, like, the, the one thing I'd say is actually as a fan, you don't want to sign someone on deadline day for 90% of the time. It's very rare you get someone like Wayne Rooney who comes through the door on deadline day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, the problem is, well, United are playing today. That never used to happen. How, 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 how come they're playing? It's not very fair. Yeah. That's very guess true, because yeah. of the World Cup and it's messing everything up, they have to play twice a week. Is that it? Yeah, and it, and so you're you're upstairs next week as well. So you need yeah. to fix these fixtures in. Then it's international football coming up. That's Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Ireland. Uh, right, go on. Walk me through from five to one. Your I actually, I actually didn't label them one to five. They're just they're all equally. I tell bad. you what. I, I tell you what. Go one. Go go through one. Tell me why. I'll tell you what I think and at the end we can decide what was the worst and what's the best right. between them I'll start off at the probably the, most, the one you wouldn't think of I have uh, Michael Owen Real Madrid to Newcastle he went for I think it was 17 million or something and he played he was injured the whole time and he played I think he averaged 20 games a season and he got massive wages he Do didn't you know work how much out goals he was getting in them 20 games oh, it's, it's, he's playing 20 games a season He's probably on the ground. Well, a week. What I mean, like, is if he's averaging kind of, they obviously brought him in to replace Shearer, and it didn't go that way. Yeah. It's funny because when I was initially looking at these things as well, I looked at them and I, I, I didn't shortlist them, but I was thinking about shortlisting them. Mm. Um, but the, the, the reason I didn't is because I just, I, I, I know the injuries came, but I can picture him have. I'm just, I'm literally just looking up how many goals he got from him. I did, he did have a purple patch where he did get it. So for Newcastle. He played 71, he scored 26. I suppose that's it's one in three, and that's not great. Yeah. Um, when I, when I, I looked up, they're gone. He's on huge wages from Real Madrid. The wage hurt him. Well, well, he was probably part of the reason they got relegated, wasn't he? In the yeah. end, long yeah, He's in that team as well, yeah. So that's, yeah. He wasn't very successful. He, he like, yeah. But what Newcastle well, would have needed, what, what Newcastle needed at the time, he didn't. Michael Owen at the end of his career was just a shamble. So you just, I mean, United and Stoke and where yeah. else did he go? I mean, for United though, like Stoke was the last one. Well, he only played eight games for Stoke. Yeah. But the United one, um, like, I mean, sure, he's folklore for us because he scored the winner against City. Like, yeah. So it doesn't matter, you know. He came, and for him, he got his Premier League medal and he wasn't going to get Liverpool because Liverpool were shit for so long. Um, the, the Real Madrid stats are mad as well though because the money that Newcastle popped in on Michael Owen and the money they were willing to spend on Michael Owen he only played 30, he played 36 games over like one and a bit years for Madrid but only scored 13, 13 goals and obviously must have been injured within that stretch so he wasn't fantastic anyway to bring mm. in it was obviously based on his Liverpool form yeah. but I think I think now with like research and science research and stuff like that I don't know if he'd have been bought because age killed someone in his style because like, make no mistake Michael was incredible when he was at Liverpool but he was a speedster no, that was his biggest thing because he wasn't yeah. strong and he was short. No. Um, like okay, he won, yeah, he won the Ballon d'Or, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, in two thousand one. The next one I had is Danny Drinkwater. He went for thirty. He went for thirty-five million. Jesus, and I don't remember him doing anything for Chelsea. That was blessed to Chelsea, was it? Yeah, I don't know, like I don't know why they bought him. They, they never needed him. Well, their um, midfield is crap now anyway. Not that he would have made a difference. But... I'm pretty sure he, his contract only finished this year, wasn't it? His co- he, he, they terminated it. And he did, a big, he, he did a big tweet saying how bad the deal went. So yeah. he's not going to complain about being on, on this list. It was bad. I think he got down to London, he got a few quid, and he started seeing some hookers and cocaine. That's probably what happened. And he got a hair transplant. Yeah. Hair transplant. Got too confident. Yeah. 
but 35 okay, minutes. I like him. Don't need to say a lot about Danny. I like that one. What else have we got? Yeah, I have Robinho. He he put City on the map. He done the job, but less he he he, he didn't really want to go, did he? He thought he was going to United. <laughs> he arrived in Manchester not knowing where he was going yeah, it done the job for City it got them out like out, out spreading the word about Man-, Man City but he wasn't good was he like, he was there one season well he started shit hot he started well yeah he like, scored I remember the goal he scored against Chelsea yeah yeah like where, where did he go after that he just died he went off, to on loan to Santos yeah. and then he went to AC Milan and then he went back on loan to Santos and then he popped around all over the world and did fuck all uh, he scored. He scored fourteen goals in forty-one games for City. Um, he had a weird little relationship with uh, Stephen Ireland. They were good. The two of them were good together. Mm. Um, I, I, I agree with you because the money was spent. And I hear what you're saying. I, I don't know if it's the top five worst ever. It's one of the weirdest transfers. It definitely is weird. The deal was random, but I think it was an intent from City about money. It was a change in the direction with kind of flair because they had Alano and uh, lots of different other people were coming in and around that. Mm-hmm. And it was just a sign that City were now about to... It's a bit like Newcastle this year when they've gone and spunked that money on Isaac. Now, Isaac probably will. He looks well. But it's like, this is just more an intent move. Yeah. Others will follow. Because Robinho now... If, like, Robinho came from Madrid. So if you're a, if you're a, an international playing for Juve or something and you see Robinho's gone there, if you don't even know anything about City, you're like, right, there's something going on here. Yeah, so that's it. Just a promotion, wasn't it? And he, yeah. look, he, he did all right, but okay, he, was, so he was exactly a Man City legend, has he? Well, who's next? Christopher Samba. <laughs> to QPR? Yeah. He came, yeah from, he came from China. Did he? Yeah. Right, okay. Blackburn, Blackburn saw him to China, didn't he? That Anzi, whatever they called. Anzi? That's that's yeah. Uh, Russia. Yeah, or Russia. That's yeah, that's where he was. Yeah. And he that's where back. all players go. That's where all players go to get fat and ruin their yeah. career. And he came back. He got relegated with QPR, didn't he? I think it's on huge money as well. Just, I think he went yeah, 15, okay. I think he like 15, 13 million. That one explains itself. He was bad. He came in. He didn't make defensive remotely better. Um, it just didn't work. And again, old legs. He looked heavy when he came back. Or like he, he was just he wasn't at the race. He got payday. You know, and that's all about. He got payday in Russia. So. He's a big lad. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. The next I had Andy Carroll. It's probably the most yeah. obvious one. He it yeah. probably started the whole transfer market on a bit mad. Yes. But the only thing about him, he's very unlucky that who signed him? Kenny. Kenny Daglish bottom, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. And then Liverpool obviously got Brendan Rogers in. He changed the style of play. Like Carroll could have been good. Well, the one thing I'll say about Carroll, because I actually when I was when I was going to do this worst and best uh, transfer yourself as well, I also had him on my list. So I wrote a couple of things down about they signed him for thirty five million. He yeah. scored nine goals, and then they sold him for a twenty million loss to West Ham. It's a bad deal. It's just yeah. bad. Yeah. No defense for him. It's bad. And then the maddest thing is Newcastle signed, oh not Newcastle, uh, West Ham signed him. And then halfway through the season, David O'Sullivan came out and said it was a terrible signing. He was like, "We, we said like, we don't have the luxury to spend money on a player who's going to miss half the season." It's like, well, why did you spend the money then? You know what I mean? Um, you can well, kind of tie, you can kind of tie up Carroll with Torres though, because Torres to Chelsea was a really bad deal. The only reason I wouldn't put him on the list is because he scored the Champions League semi-final goal, and that gives you the credit, you know. That's the way I have. I have Torres on my list, but I have that as well. He scored the Champions League semi-final. So you let him off. I yeah. think for that. Like, yeah, and nearly every, I think every team in the world would say, "Look, you're going to buy a flop, but you're going to score the kitchen Champions League final." You take oh, it. You wouldn't took you? it yeah. Absolutely took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. how many goals Torres scored for Chelsea. Not many. Not many. Um, I not many at all. Um, but he. 
he was 50 million, obviously, and that was a big signing tending mm-hmm. thing. But he, again, same principle as, a, to be honest, as most of the players on this list, he was injury prone. Yeah. And that, if you go and spend that much money on someone who's injury prone, like that, that, that's a risk. He had moments for Chelsea and he won't go down as, it, in that short period of all the strikers they brought in, he, he'll middle because he wasn't worse than Shevchenko. He wasn't worse than, who was the cokehead from Romania? What was his name? You too. Terrible time. You too, yeah. He didn't work out. Kl- Klisman, Klisman, do you remember him? Matthias Klisman? He Klisman, he was awful too. Um, her, uh, Crespo was in there. There were yeah. so many in there. Oh, I was looking this up. Yeah, Mar- they bought Marat of a 60 million. Yeah, yeah, that's worse. That's terrible. And obviously, uh, Lukaku is obviously still ongoing. That was, what, yeah, 97 million. And so money is jealousy yeah. spent strikers. Yeah. But the Lukaku is one different. I don't think they've done a bad deal there. They're probably right to send him along. Because if they yeah. sold him this summer, what would you get from him? 30 million max? I know what you mean, but do you not do you not think like and like, he obviously doesn't sue his play, but they have no striker now. No, Surely you'd want I, I I'd personally keep him. I'd have kept not now, yeah. but if you had the choice now, yeah. I'd keep him. Even if he didn't want to be there, why like there's there is a way you can get something out of him. Lukaku is not a bad player. Like no. he's not. He's just not a, he's just not a ninety million player. And that's fine. But he's He's better than what they have up front. Man, There's goals in him. And they, look, this, is, this is something that could get screen grabbed and people could like slag me off and say I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't give him bollocks. Even for two years, he was at United. His first year, he scored 27 goals for us. Yeah. Like, like he's a good player. He, he could get golden boot now in the World Cup this year. Absolutely. Yeah, he could yeah, win yeah. into Milan the league. Um, and then yeah. into Milan and want to buy him back. And you're going to get 50 million plus from them. So Chelsea probably did the right thing. He's in but contract. You've got to pay yeah, let's see. Like a year, a year, and if they take him back, maybe it's not the end of the world. Um, again, so much stuff we don't know about footballers. Maybe he's off field issues and stuff as well. I, I, you wouldn't know. I think he um, just likes the English food, does he? Potentially, yeah. His, look, his style, his style of play, his style of play isn't great, and that's fine. But like, I don't know. Is 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 like someone like Haaland not giving you an example of like, like so Haaland and um, oh, the other part name is escaping me. But um, oh, Isaac, Isaac had four touches. Like, four touches against Liverpool and scored. Mm-hmm. Haaland has had less than 100 touches and has scored nine goals. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, that. bring back the old centre-forward, the number nine. like that, Because that, for me, would then say, no, there's a position Ronaldo can play. Mm-hmm. If you just leave him up there, he doesn't need to touch the ball in the middle of the park. That's what kills him. We don't need him there. He's not. He can't get to both. Haaland is just using his pure strength and brain to get goals. He's not involved in the play. Mm-hmm. And so, like, could Lukaku work like that? Could it be, I don't know. But, grand. Um... I would. Is that your list? Is there anyone else? That's it, yeah. Yeah. Samba, Carol, Torres, Owen, Drinkwater, yeah. All injury prone, yeah. Seems to be. I would say, I would say of all that list, I think the harshest one on is Robinho, to be honest. I don't think he's as bad as the others. I think he did okay. Um, Tied first for the worst has got to be Danny Drinkwater and Andy Carroll. They were both so bad. Drinkwater just made no offence. I don't know why they bought They didn't need him. Yeah, well... Did Kante come before him or after? Kante was there. Like, they, yeah, yeah. So you said they were obviously just trying to do something that worked that won a league. But like, it won a league in a poor year for the league. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, does it? You can't just buy no, two dealers and spec them no. Of course it doesn't. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, drink water. Carol. The rest are kind of in the middle. Like Samba Sam, Sam got great. relegated. Michael Long got relegated. Yeah. Oh, fuck, they're all bad. Deadline day is definitely easier to pull out your worst transfers versus the best because it's very rarely right. They're usually panic boys. There are on occasions where you can get a deal that's right. So, for example, like Rooney is technically a deadline day signing. 
But that was built up for days. So should you count it as a deadline day? So it wasn't a panic buy, if you know what I mean. Like the Rooney one was ongoing. West Ham are a great example of the Mascherano and Tevez. I mean, Tevez kept them up. So it was a great signing. But Mascherano was the bad part of that deal. You know, it didn't work for them at all. Um, didn't play. Um, now, obviously, West Ham had to pay 10 million to Sheffield over that. But in the end, it was fine. Um, yeah, so yeah. They, they, that's us on deadline day. It's um, We just wanted to do a short piece, a little bit of a recap. It's a good day. All football fans enjoy it. Um, hope you enjoy listening to it. Yeah, I, look, we're, we're, our, our following's going decent, guys. Appreciate it, obviously, whoever listening. Keep sharing it on stuff. Keep giving it likes on whatever platform you listen to it. We're going to try get a bit better at certain things. We're going to start putting up YouTube videos. The reels have been quite successful. We'll try to put up some more. Just keep helping it out. We appreciate it. Um, and give us feedback if there's stuff that we should change, just take things you need us you think things you think could improve or whatever or suggestions feel free like we're we don't really know exactly where we're going with it we're kind of just winging it so mm-hmm. feel free to give us as much information as you want other than that might be a bit later next week i'm back in ireland next week so you might not be one up until saturday or sunday we're going to try to do a couple together might improve kind of sound bites and quality and stuff like that um but sure look keep an eye on the instagram and we'll let you know i think you might get kevin bonnie on next time he's going on about it once come on oh yeah bon yeah We'll see what he says. There's a few, there's a good few lists of people who want to get on, surprisingly. So there's a platform there. But yeah, we'll see. Let us know though if you want any other topics or anything. We'll go from there. Yeah, no matter. Thanks for listening, lads. Good luck.